book your flu vaccination online today at chemistwarehouse.co.nz. And South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. This is Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. And back by popular request, Steve Devine joins us here to celebrate all things to do with Blues Rugby. The Blues Brothers had a week off, and now this weekend, Eden Park, they take on the Waratahs. Steve Devine, good evening, welcome. Yeah, yeah, good to be back. You hate the Waratahs, don't you? Why do you hate uh, the Waratahs? Why do you hate the Tars? I had a game for the Tars. It's Did my you? career low light. Was it? Yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, rugby in Australia was very... Um, it was it was still a lot about who you knew and and what it wasn't know. based on merit. No, there was a bit of nepotism. Yeah, and, and there was some old guy. We had a, like a really we had a really good um, like under twenties team, uh, Australian under twenties team that won. In those days, there were four nations that played, and we won that tournament, beat New Zealand and South Africa and Argentina, and we had a really young um, group of rugby players that a lot of them went on um, and. Uh, was sort of we the same coach from the Australian team was was there or thereabouts in Australia with the Waratahs and I don't know there's some old heads there that um, got some media coverage and sort of kept them in the game and then got rid of some coaches and yeah it's, it was it was it's not it's not there's a lot of people in Sydney even club rugby levels that don't support the Waratahs because it's a it's very political. Okay, so you, so, so you played here for Australia at sort of an under twenty level. Did you ever think while you were playing there that one day you'd be an All Black? Was that even on your mind? And how did you end up coming across to New Zealand to play? Yeah, I came across and I came across. I got an opportunity to play NPC over here for Auckland and came across and and did that for three months and then they. And around in the short version, they said um, come back for um, Super Rugby in '99, and I. So I had a contract, an offer with the Brumbies, and um, end up. Long story short, took the uh, took the one here and, and never went back. Best decision you made? Uh, absolutely. I, I'm. I'm. I would. I would. Um, I would not change what I did. A hundred percent. I. I feel very lucky that I got to play for. Um, you know, one of the greatest sport teams on the planet. I didn't. I wasn't the greatest All Black ever. I wasn't. Um, but you got there, mate. I wasn't there for a long time. But I. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm so happy that I, you know, travelled the road uh, less travelled and came over from Aussie. It hasn't been done a lot. And, um, yeah, very, very happy, very proud that I was uh, able to put on a, a black jumper. Hmm. This weekend against the Waratahs, Blues put out a full-strength side. I mean, a number of marquee players have had a week off a week before. Um, a number of players were rested as well when they travelled across and played in Melbourne against the Rebels. Yeah, so this week I, I, I'd... I'd like to see at least fifty points put on the Tars. The Tars, like I watched the Tars game last week, they they actually played pretty well, and uh, they they're starting to look like a team that's trying to win a game of rugby rather than the last few seasons they've just trying to compete. And I, I think you know they've did it. They, they, the backs look sharp, the forwards look strong and aggressive, and I think uh, I think they're a team that's you know they're, they're starting to grow a little bit in confidence and they're starting to understand what's going on. They've got a new coach this year, and yeah, I, I don't think they're a bad team. And um, but in saying that, uh, the Blues need to put fifty on them and make a statement in this competition. They really, you know, they, they've they're getting better. The Blues are getting better the last few weeks, and their their game's improving. They really need to tie it all up this week. And They've had a week off. They should be fresh. They should be. Uh, they should be angry. They should be keen to rumble. Okay, Bowden Barrett. Does he start at fullback? And do you, or, do you, or are they going to continue to start him at ten? Uh, I, I I really liked what I seen in the second half 
in the last match against the Rebels. Yep, Melbourne Rebels. Um, yep. I really, I really like the second half. I, I but it's was, the Melbourne Rebels, man. Yeah, but I really like the second half. I, for the first time in a, in like a year and a half, I seen Bodie start to take the ball to the line and take it to the line hard, and I haven't seen that from from a long time. And I, I what is I, the advantage of taking the ball hard to the line from a first five? Well, it stops the defence. So if you've got a ten, if you've got a ten that takes it hard to the defensive line, it stops them rushing up hard on you, right? And you, um, it just stops that that quick line of defence getting up on you quickly and knocking you over behind the bench line. You've got a ten that takes to the line, they stop and wait, and they've got to see what's going on. And um, he was taking the line of contact. He was putting the ball over the top just before contact, and he's you know his kicking game. He, he put the kick in the the ball in the right area off his boot and. I, did, I really said that second half really impressed me okay. against the Rebels. So I, I like I haven't seen it for a while, and he hasn't been at his best for a while. And I, 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 I seen glimpses in that second half, and I thought, here we go, he's back. Has someone is that a conscious decision that's come from within, or has somebody in the coaching staff said, Bowden, we need you, the Blues need you, we the coaches as part of our strategy need you to take this to the line. I think he's been under a bit of heat. I, I did listen to his after match interview and he's and he you know he's been under a bit of pressure uh, to perform but you know he's 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 a, he's a class player man and I just think he was lacking a bit of confidence and he was he was caught between positions he was caught between 10 and 15 he wasn't quite sure but yeah that second half I I was calling for Stephen Pettifer to play mm, I know you were, to play yeah. 10 and and uh, after that second half I'm like I think he's back I honestly okay. think he's back. I think I think we're going to see some good things, and I think he's going to trigger this back line into getting their backside into gear because um, they've been a little bit under par. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So does Perifeta then start at fullback, or do you stick with Zan Sullivan and bring Perifeta off the bench? No, I'd go with Perifeta at fifteen and yep. and keep it as is. Keep keep Zan uh, bring him off the bench. He's still he's still a bit younger, still learning his trade a little bit. So, um, yeah, that's what that's what I would do. Um, I, I'm. I don't think Roger's back this week, but he's can't be too far away. Um, so does, does Harry Plummer start at second five eight? He's also a first five and giving you, I guess, that second kicking option. And does that work better knowing that Barrett's going to take it to the line? Or who do you start at second five and for what reasons? Um, like, I like I like Plummer. He, he, he can rumble, but... What? Look, I'll give you my honest opinion. He just comes across as a bit of a journeyman, to be honest. Mate, he's a good, he's, he's a good a, footballer. He's a good kid. He's, I, I feel he's more of a ten than yeah. a twelve. Uh, he's not, he's not the biggest boy, but he, he carries when he carries, he carries hard. Um, but so what the Blues have been trying to do all year, they've just been trying to get out of the bench line. So they've been running Roger into a brick wall. The other, the defensive team comes up ten. They often put a winger where ten stands, ten stands on the wing. So they have a winger, they have twelve, and they have thirteen, and they've just been running twelve straight up. Right off the base of the scrum, twelve straight up into contact, trying to quick ball over the bench line. That's what they've been trying to do, and and having Harry there, Harry Plummer doesn't really. He's not big and he's not strong. He'll carry hard and he'll carry hard for your day, but he's not really going to break the advantage line. So, I think towards the second half of that game last week against the not last week, the week before against the Rebels, they started to realise that hang on, this is just wasting our time doing this. Let's. Let's try a second man play out the door, and they went wide a few times, and they created a lot of space and uh, made some good yards. So, by by having Harry at twelve, it, it actually makes them uh, use the ball a little bit smarter rather than just crash and bash like they've been doing with Roger. So, I don't oppose him being at twelve for 
the ability that we're going to look to, we can't just jam him into a brick wall. We're going to look to run him, uh, use the ball and find some space. That's what I like about Harry Plummer. Okay. Uh, Patrick Tuipoloto, back in this Blues team. Opportunity again this week to get more valuable match fitness and then a following week against the draw. How important is he for the back end of the season when things do start to gear up again and we start to get towards the playoffs? Yeah, if if the Blues are serious about being contenders this year, they need Patrick at, back to his best. And uh, before the injury, I thought he was getting there. He's just he's just such a weapon. He can he can carry the ball into contact when it when there's a big defensive line in front of him, and he can go through that contact. And he's a big body, and he just hits and he goes through, and they're on the front foot. So he's massive. He adds a lot of experience around the field. He's massive at scrum time and massive at line out time. So. They they need him they need him fit and they need him back to his best and um, I'm sure that's not far away. It is 19 minutes away from my, Paul Tito, line out coach for the Blues, a man who spent a lot of time playing for the Hurricanes, is going to join us on the program. If you've got any questions for Steve Devine, any thoughts, you can text us here on double eight double three. If you want to phone the program, have your say oh eight hundred one five zero eight double one. A self. Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. Also do check out the Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Well, great pleasure now to welcome here on Blues Brothers, the line-out coach for the Blues, a man who actually played a lot of his rugby for the Hurricanes, the man they just simply call Paul Tito. Hi, Paul, welcome. Evening, gents. How are we doing? Good. How are you finding life in Auckland, big fella? Actually really enjoying it. Got my um, family out currently due to the school holiday, so it's quite nice. Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, it's not too bad up here, is it? Yeah. Nah, it's actually not too bad. You must really. I've been, been bagging it for years, so uh, it's it's good to see the side of it. You must really enjoy there not being any wind around. <laughs> oh shit! It's always windy at um, Alexandra Park. Yeah, mate, so that is that is a I, bit of a wind funnel. Yeah. It must make uh, line outs a bit easier, mate. If there's, there's not normally thirty five knots of of breeze one direction. Wow. Well. You know, it's been pretty pretty high the last couple of days, but you know, we're learning to live with that. Um, mate, you'll be all over it with the Waratahs. They're not used to the wind over there and that sunny Australian weather. <laughs> no, no, they've um they've got a few got a few out too, the old bad boy Swindon here he cops seven weeks I see and um old Eddie's taking them through a bit of a vigorous regime the other day with the Wallabies and now they've got a couple of others out um, and hey you never take that for granted but they'll be down a few men this weekend um, Mate how with the, it's been a while since in rugby since we've seen a, like a serious act of foul play like that was that was old school sort of uh, hit to the head f- from Swinton to get eight seven weeks I think yeah. he got yeah got a good seven weeks eh? it hasn't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember someone getting that long for a long time yeah thuggery these Australians, thuggery. thuggery. Mate, um, ha- the poor force, though, eh? the, the force, you know, they always, yeah. they always put the bad end of the stick, you know what I mean? Like 30 seconds in, their 10 gets, comes off, he's knocked out from a cheap shot, and the team who does, doesn't even look at, doesn't yeah. even look at uh, the incident. Yeah, you th- you'd think any knock to the head, right, it has to be, uh, has to be having a look at. Was it? Uh, it was in Sydney, but I like. I, I honestly believed. And mate, here's a question: Do do um, match officials, not match officials, but TV crew, obviously uh, the locals in there, they they choose and not choose to go to um, this on the big screen so people can see it. These acts. Oh, 
hey, this is this is rife in France, you know. I've got some <laughs> wow. You go to some place and you're like, come on, man, show that angle. And there's no show they're putting that angle up. Um, but, you know, on a home game, shit, she's up straight away. So, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The old director's got getting a few few bucks from somewhere. Hey, hey Paul, just give us a, um, a bit of a, a, a job description on what the role of the line-out coach is. I mean, I know it sounds obvious, but just how tactical and how technical is line-out and how strategic is it? Yeah, hey, on a Monday, we always have a good meeting with the line-out leaders about what they're seeing, how opposition defend and, and how we set up our week. Um, from there, we kind of go on to uh, setting the line-outs up and, and getting them... Uh, uh, the clarity done through walkthroughs and showing videos and showing presentations so the boys can learn however um, however they learn. Uh, we'll go out on a Monday afternoon and do them and film them and that'll be up for them to see. So if they're visual learners, it's all there. If they're written learners, it's all there. You know what I mean? So every every aspect is, is, is ticked off. So whatever whatever it takes for those boys to, to get that into their brain. Um we crank it up on a Tuesday um, where we mainly focus on, on our attack and the guys that aren't in the team will will defend against um, against the boys and they'll defend like um, the Waratahs. Uh, we'll have a few drives at the end of that session also on the Tuesday and then tomorrow uh, we'll have a 20-minute hit where I'll, uh, the non-playing team will do the Waratahs line-outs. Uh, our boys will defend them and we'll have about normally about 12 of our own ball, because that's roughly how many we get on, on game day. Uh, and we kind of uh, we try and um, simulate the game scenario. So, hey, you only get 12 in the game, so you've only got 12 here to get. So if you miss two, then you miss two. Yeah. Uh, look, big responsibility, I mean, falls on the hooker. And we've spoken to Kurt Eklund, and maybe through the first part of the early season, line-out throwing was an issue for him. So what do you do, what sort of conversations do you have with the hookers when maybe it's a bit of a mental block or they're just not finding just not finding their jumpers? Hey, you know, the hooker, you see on TV all the time, the hooker gets blamed for everything. But, you know, you look the deeper in, uh, into the into the nitty-gritty, you know, you can cover, you can you can protect the hooker quite a, quite a lot. Um, and that's what I've done since I've been here. Uh, they've carried the brunt of um, of the the lineouts in the past, uh, and I'll put more onus on on the jumper being nice and square and the lifter finishing really high and and just the basic skills in the lineout that we need to be better at. Um, I call it the drill, uh, and we need to be better at our drill, and and that's what I've been really honing in on, and and uh, hopefully we're seeing some benefit of it. Um, I'm riding these guys and and just trying to be better every week in this space. Mate, how things have changed. I know the, the little Australian halfback used to get blamed for everything back in the day. Oh, for sure. And and you and, and you know, mostly rightly so. You need another you need another Australian in the blues team, mate. That'll make all problems go away. <laughs> for sure. Mate, for you've sure. um you're off the bye last week. The boys fresh, they've been at training, they ready this week? Are they they frothing to get out there? Yeah, it was, it's been a good um, good time, I think, for the boy. I'm um, obviously going to Melbourne and, and putting on a pretty good performance, especially in that second half. But I don't think we can get away from that first half too. We did a lot right. Um, they, they got a couple of uh, long-range uh, line breaks that potentially they shouldn't have had. But, hey, that's rugby. Uh, they scored that late try. Um, so on, on the back of a really good performance that second half and to go away to the bye to freshen up and, 
and seeing the guys bouncing in on Monday and having um, uh, coming in and, and, and being real fresh has been has, has been good. Um, and the boys have trained really well this week, and now we know we need to go and put a performance on uh, on Saturday at home and, and in front of our home fans where we most probably haven't played our best footy this year. Yeah, mate, I think it's really important um, this week. And the, the, I, I think the, you've sort of, it, it's been a f- little bit frustrating season where you, you've had opportunities to win matches and haven't quite won them like you have last year. But I, I sort of feel like this one needs to be a statement. Like something really special has to happen in this match and to get everyone um, on the front foot and get everyone excited again. You, is, that, is that the feeling in the camp? Yeah, I, I think we know ourselves that's most probably fair and, and, and true. Uh, we've uh, we've left a couple out there against Crusaders. We were touch and go against the, you know, the Chiefs team that haven't lost the game down in Hamilton. You know what I mean? So we're not far away, to be fair. But it's, we're just not really hitting our straps together. Uh, there's always been something of our game that has has let us down. So we know that, um, and, and we're looking to be better for this weekend. Well, I've tipped you. I've tipped you to win by uh, seventy, mate. So um, I hope you. I hope you do us proud. Yeah, no, no, no trouble there. I think. No, pr- oh, no. I've tipped you as future All Black coach, Paul. <laughs> well, uh, I think I've got a fair bit to go there, but thank you very much. <laughs> hey, no, appreciate it. Hey, thank you for joining us on the program, and all the very best against the uh, Waratahs this weekend. And then again, I think it is the Fiji and Drew the following week in Fiji, which will be a beauty. Cheers, guys. Thanks for your support. There you go, Paul Tito. What was his nickname? Fish. Fish. Was it Fish? He's a good man, eh? He is a good man. He's a great man. Great man, yeah. No, he's, t- he's a tough boy. Hey, um, your DHL Super Rugby Player of the Round, the Blues didn't clearly play, so... Um, probably come out of the Chiefs or the Hurricanes, the Chiefs and the Hurricanes last week. I thought uh, Damien McKenzie was, Again, was pretty special yeah, last week. Yeah. Uh, so you're starting first five at the moment for your Oh, blinks. jeepers. He's, he's, he's very close. He's very close. I, like, like we are talking about Bodie Barrett before, um, his ability to take the ball to the line. And that, and that was the difference in that whole match. In that second half, he, he just ran hard at the line and, and gave options to space, and, and that was the difference. Now, I just want to acknowledge the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Catch the DL. DHL Super Rugby Pacific uh, Steve Devine thank you for another edition of Blues Brothers greatly appreciated no, it's good good to be here go to the Blues it's going to be a big couple of weeks we need to we need to find some form we need to um, score some points and we need to get the confidence up and, and rumble 